Welcome to The Gateway Presents. My name is Nathan Fung, and I am The Gateway's staff reporter. Um, last week, the Council of Alberta University Students released a paper on the challenges faced by international students studying in the province. Um, the paper discusses the ability for institutions to hike up international students' tuition to make up for the budget shortfalls, which the paper calls exploitive. Um, the paper was compiled by Evan McDonald, a political science student here at the U of A, who was a research assistant for the Council of Alberta University Students in the summer of 2017, and joins me now to talk about the issue. Hi, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, so, just what are, what's some of the context about international students' tuition? Sure. So, uh, if you didn't know already, international students do not pay uh, the same rate of tuition that domestic students do. So, right now in the province, it's about three to four times more expensive to study as an international student than it is to study as a domestic student. So, right now in the province, there are more international students than ever. Uh, we have 18,000 international students studying in Alberta. And at the U of A specifically, uh, international students make up about 15% of the student body. So, uh, that's a quite sizable uh, proportion. So international student tuition is not regulated by the province in the way that domestic student tuition is, and all of those decisions are left up to the institutions themselves. Okay. Um, why might international students' tuition be that much higher compared to domestic students? Sure. So one of the common arguments used as to why international student tuition is higher uh, than that of Canadian students is because, well, they don't pay any taxes. So why are we subsidizing their education? And it's true. Um, international student tuition isn't subsidized by the government. Um, so international students are left to foot the bill for most of their tuition. As well, uh, the provinces uh, don't really care uh, about the rate of uh, international student tuition. That is left for universities to uh, set at the rates that they deem fit. So recently, um, a lot of scholars will tell you this, that financial crises are driving universities to look at how they can increase revenue, right? And since there are very little protections for international students from tuition increases, um, they've been experiencing a lot of increases. Just as an example, in the province of Alberta, right now, since 2010, it's $3,000 more expensive for international students to study in the province. So you don't see those kinds of increases generally with domestic student tuition. Wait, so so since 2010, international students' tuition has gone up by $3,000? In the province of Alberta, that's correct. That's about a 17% increase. Um, so yeah, international students don't receive any protections from the province, which um, we'd like to see changed in the upcoming uh, tuition policy review. Okay. And in comparison to um, um, domestic students' tuition, we had the tuition freeze, which has kept it at a standstill at around well, for the last three years. And when the recommendations made by the paper is for a freeze on international students' tuition. Now, obviously, though, if you go to the university um, and we're to ask them about this, one thing they would say is that they'd still have to make up for increasing costs um, that they face in terms of like salaries and running the university. Um, how does the paper um, sort of address that? Well, that's a great question. Um, universities are facing serious budgetary pressures right now. Um, the U of A is going to have to cut its budget by 4% in the upcoming year. Um, and one of the reasons why we keep facing these challenges every year um, about rising tuition is because of the 1990s. <laughs> Just generally, I'll explain that. Um, so during the Cretchen administration, provincial transfers to post-secondary education were cut by 24%. Um, and that funding really hasn't recuperated since. So instead of stable, viably public, publicly funded institutions, which you know our parents and our grandparents are really used to, um, universities have to rely a lot more on tuition, other kinds of private funding. 
um, and when the province isn't there, when the federal government isn't there, um, to ensure that universities are getting the money they need, you know, they have to jack up tuition rates on students. Um, obviously, uh, from our perspective, we see that as wrong. It's short-sighted. Um, it's also an unsustainable. So the paper also discussed some of the reasonings that's um, gone into justifying a lot of these tuition raises. Um, what has the university said in, um, in terms of that in your research? Right. So from our research, um, which was mostly gathering secondary sources, uh, interestingly enough, um, a lot of these sources, uh, we found it in student newspapers, we found it in newspapers generally, and also from press releases that the university themselves uh, give out. Um, I'll just take three case studies. Um, so we'll talk about Mount Royal, McEwen, and Nate, because we looked at universities all around the province, uh, not just the U of A. So at Mount Royal, right now they have a 1.9% international student uh, population. So their goal is to increase that to 5% by 2024. And the way they did that was they increased international student tuition $4,000 in one year. Uh, because a lot of people are drawing this connection between, oh, universities with higher price tuition are more competitive and they draw more international students. I think that's a fallacy, but we'll get onto that in a moment. Um, so in McEwen, in December of 2016, they announced that they were going to be increasing tuition by 15% over two years. Um, and the arguments that were made at that time was because that they thought, quote, in some cultures, price and quality are linked very strongly. So that question of affordability just goes out the window, right? Uh, and then in Nate, in 2017, just down the road from us, their international student tuition increased 24%. Um, so that kind, of un like, that kind of unpredictability you just don't see in domestic student tuition. Um, and the reasoning for that was that it hadn't increased in three years, right? So it feels like no one's kind of driving the ship, right? Uh, the tuition just keeps going up, and we don't know who's accountable for it. So one of the asks that we have in this paper is for the provincial government to regulate the international uh, differential modifier so that these kinds of you know unpredictable increases just are a thing of the past. So this modifier, um, currently the provincial government doesn't regulate it, correct? Correct. And it's only the university that's like free to set it whenever it wants to? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> but that modifier hasn't always been there. Um, so it was only introduced in 1977 uh, in two provinces. So one was Ontario and the other one was Alberta. Um, not This wasn't just a you know common sense type thing. Uh, the then opposition NDP actually was against the international differential uh, modifier, and you know student protests were were pretty frequent during that time. So um, we used to have uh, pretty equitable tuition uh, between domestic students and international students, but that's just not the case anymore. Okay. Um, did you research other provinces too? Yes, we did. Um, so Alberta is about middle of the pack. Um, in terms of how expensive international student tuition is uh, in provinces like BC and Ontario, you can look at much higher international student tuition. They also have higher populations of international students. So in Canada, there's 415,000 international students generally. Uh, Alberta only has 18,000. Um, but our province uh, is seeing a rapid acceleration in tuition that some other provinces aren't just are just not seeing. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, what what are consequences could it have on students? Right, so I think you can see a lot of those consequences uh, right now at cause.net. Uh, not only can you read the full report, you can read the stories of some international students. Um, a lot of those consequences are people facing precarious housing. Um, at first, when a lot of people come to Canada from abroad, um, they're living in temporary housing. So hotels, hostels, that kind of a thing. Um, it's very difficult to find housing uh, if you're moving to Alberta from abroad. Um, so if one part of this formula, if tuition 
keeps increasing, then people are going to have to make different sorts of calculations. Um, it might be difficult uh, when you're abroad to judge the cost of living in a province, uh, even from city to city. Um, and that's something we also argue for, um, is to better communication from universities to prospective students um, on that matter. Um, but if universities keep increasing tuition, uh, we might see uh, different kinds of students, right? Students who are more well-off, um, students from wealthier families who are able uh, to make the move, to make the adjustment to life in Edmonton. Uh, and I think we'd be drifting away from that institutional promise of acting for the public good, right? Right.